GodzillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock the Dino 9. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, producer, the Deadite Knight. I am thrilled to announce that the GameZilla Podcast is now accepting donations and streaming live on Chatterbait! <laughs> nope, nope, no, we're not. We're nope, not? Nope. I Listen. Think you were, I think you're confused on what Chatterbait is. No, I looked it up before I said that. Okay, um, okay all right then. Then in that case, yes, we are. We need to raise some money, and that, as far as I can tell, is the only way we're going to be able to do it. We need to either get our patrons up, or we need to get on Chatterbait. Well, the two things here is, okay, yeah, we get patrons up, that'd be great, but Chatterbait, if we're going to go that route, probably shouldn't be us on Chatterbait. Just we, saying. Why not? Because we're, we're hideous. Let's be honest. Speak for yourself on nope, that No, I'm speaking for you, too. No, you need to get on that bike and slim up. You'll be making us so much money once you got your <laughs> summer body going. Welcome to episode 261 of the GameZilla Podcast, brought to you by... Not our donations on Chatterbait, but our supporters on Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media is where you can go to financially support the success, growth, and love of GameZilla Media with uh, access... Starting at just $1 per month, you can vote for topics here uh, using the Patreon voting topic of the week. We didn't do one this week because we're sort of on an express schedule due to the holiday, uh, but we do appreciate everyone who votes every single week. And, uh, you know, $5 a month gets you access to exclusive shows that you can't get. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, even GameZillaMedia.com. They're exclusive only to Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. So head over there. Donate and start your patronage today. It would mean a lot to us. Thank you. The people watching us live on twitch.tv slash gameslowmedia, um, they're letting you know that they think you might be onto something. About? Yeah. 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 yeah you know. <laughs> Listen, I've never had a bad idea when it comes to this show. <laughs> okay. Well. My track record speaks for itself. I think we could go back in the past and probably prove you wrong on that one, but we don't have the time because we got to get to the news. So let's go ahead and kill this down here. You ready? Are you ready? Here yes. We go. Yes. All right. Yes. Here's the news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Downloading Topic number one. How Deadite ruined GameZilla. The list is endless. <laughs> Starts at day one. <laughs> it never stops. Starts with the bit by 8-bit intro. That's hurtful. Bit that's, that's by 8-bit. You know, what did that run for like two episodes <laughs> and I've never lived it down? I had I did one thing that people... You tried to like. kill us right out the gate. You were like, I don't want to do a podcast. I'm just going like, to murder these people. No, I was onto something because clearly more of my voice could only have made things more successful at the beginning. <laughs> All right. To the, the real first topic that we have today is... Mario Kart Tour. That's right. The new mobile game coming from Nintendo, Mario Kart Tour, uh, has went into beta. 
And uh, we've had some uh, some interesting facts come out of this beta. I have not, and I don't know if you have, I have not partaked in this beta. But I was not so- invited. It sounds like I dodged a bullet. It's basically what it sounds like. So, loot box style to unlock carts, racers, and gliders. Different racers can receive buffs based on the track they're racing on. Um, the, the issue here that people are reporting is that microtransactions are just are stuffed throughout this app. So here we are yet again, maybe not in a situation necessarily that we're used to with Nintendo per se, but within mobile apps, we're very used to this yeah. pay to win microtransactions to get items faster. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if this is necessarily, you read, you read some of this article. Is this more of a pay to win or just more of a pay to get everything way quicker than everybody else? Well, to me, it sounds like there's pay-to-win aspects because different racers receive buffs Ah, based on the tracks that you're racing on. And I guess there are some unlockable characters that overall, when you average out the buffs, perform a little bit better than probably what you get given as a base character or an early-on character. So Mm. uh, I can see how some play-to-win aspects would come in. Now, the article didn't say if the gliders and carts have different stats. Being Mario Kart players ourselves, I have to assume that the different carts hang gliders both have stat buffs and stuff. So I would hope so. So to me, it does sound very pay to winny. Pay to winny. Pay to winny. I'm going to get a horse sound <laughs> for when things are pay to win ish. It's the pay to win winning. Anyways. That is the worst horse sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as bad as your 22. No, my 22 are. <laughs> it sounds like a real gun. Um, oh, I like how you just pull that out like it's nothing. Because it's it takes me a lot of. It's very strenuous on the front of my face to produce that sound like a 22 rifle. <laughs> Can I hear the horse again, though? <laughs> it, it sounds like a laugh. It does. It's, <laughs> it's snidely whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> So I know a lot of us, we already knew this, but Nintendo was disappointed in the performance of Super Mario Run. So they've definitely taken a different angle on some of their recent apps. And now it looks like Mario Kart's going to follow suit with uh, apps more similar to uh, you know Fire Emblem and stuff like that. But And it's not a, that's not a proven way to be successful for Nintendo because I don't believe Animal Crossing did that well financially, and that was a little more microtransaction driven. Now, it might be because Animal Crossing is kind of (laughs) dumb. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying you don't like Animal Crossing? I'm saying my interest in playing an Animal Crossing game has never existed. Have you ever played an Animal Crossing game? Nope. Then don't you want don't it. even know. If it looks dumb, I don't need to play you it. you got to catch bugs and go fishing and build your house and get out of debt. I mean, that's like important stuff. I have to do all of those things, especially the bug catching, in real life. I don't need to do that in the game. Well, so so you're blessed is what you're saying. You you Some of us don't have those nice abilities to catch bugs and pay off mortgages. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Tom Nook shaking me down Some for my money. Some of us have fear of water, so we can't fish in real life, okay? You could stay on the shore. I don't know, man. The fish might pull me in. You're right. I Big know. fish. That's why I got to keep it to virtual fishing. Yeah, so... Sega Bass Pro or whatever it's called. <laughs> Ralph of Fishing. Sega Dreamcast, baby. Uh, did you ever have the little LED-like fishing game that had a reel? I had the Dreamcast one where the uh, reel actually like bent and stuff uh, when you would catch stuff. We just had the little like Tiger Electronic one you played in the... Backseat of the truck. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Thing. Uh, yeah, so but back on back on on point. Uh, this microtransaction system isn't a proven commodity. 
uh, when it comes to success in the mobile realm for Nintendo, but I have a really, really hard time believing that many casual gamers that download this game that maybe don't have uh, a, a Wii U or a Switch are just going to dump money into this game because it's Mario Kart. It just seems like it's a license to print money. <sighs> yeah, I mean... I don't know what the answer is for Nintendo. If you weren't if you weren't happy with the performance of of Super Mario Run, and and some of your other games that did have more of a microtransaction background, did better for you, I I guess like this is the world that we're like. What do we expect, right? Like I can't be too upset, but this definitely turns me off. Where maybe I'm not a day one Mario Kart tour like jump on board and play it. Especially considering I carry my Switch everywhere and I have Mario Kart on that, which is clearly a superior version. So, I don't know. <laughs> you can't say clearly. You haven't played it yet. Clearly. Until you played Mario Kart on a touchscreen. <laughs> on a four-inch touchscreen. <laughs> what kind of phone do you have? Uh, my old phone, I know. but it, I actually uh, still use my Galaxy S4 Active for all my gaming. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> has the same screen as the bottom of a 3DS, <laughs> <laughs> except lower res. <sighs> Anyways, Mario Kart Tour not starting off on the right foot. This is not the publicity that you want out the gate. This is this is going to hurt the uh, momentum in this game right out before it even hits launches officially. Uh, coming up this summer, I believe, is when it's supposed to. Yeah, and it, and it's in beta, so they still have time to change different aspects of it. I don't really know how you would, especially if this is how you unlock carts and carts have unique stacks. I don't know. I guess also part of it is how much do you have to play to unlock this stuff? See, it's yeah, probably a lot. Yeah, that's that's the big the big question is hey, yeah, how how often do you unlock these just by playing the game? Because even in the latest Mario Kart, like you unlocked carts as you played through Grand Prix and stuff like that. You would every time you went to start a next one up, you you'd unlock something new. And correct me if I'm wrong, it was random, right? Because I would unlock I, think, yeah, I, think I would unlock random. things in a different order than you would. And so I mean there's chance there, but with that game But no one could pay. Yeah, you couldn't pay to speed that up. That's the problem. There wasn't like you couldn't buy a ten dollar DLC pack that gave you everything. Yeah. So that that's the difference is we we keep coming back to the the play to win method pay to win method and um, how that affects a game, and it's just a quick cash grab. You know, you're going to get that that upfront money of these people that don't care, and then eventually that's going to fade. But but you already grabbed that money. It was just it was, and it was extra on top of a Mario Kart Tour. Is it is it going to be a free to play game that the only way you make you uh, have to spend money is in this way? That's the impression I'm under. Okay, yeah, it's not like Mario Run where you get like one level and then you have to go pay for everything else. I mean that—that's the problem with, Mar- with Super Mario Run. Is I don't know. I don't know how you would have gone out a different route about that. But you get like one world, and then if you want the rest, you have to just pay to unlock it. And so, I actually liked that business model, but it looks like it didn't work out for Nintendo. So, there you go. That's that's I guess what my uh, my opinion equals out to failure. I'm an idiot. That's what I'm saying. I support your decisions. <laughs> I don't I like know. What boat, I don't know what boat that puts me in, but I support your decisions. All right. Are you uh, are you still excited for Mario Kart Tour? I mean, I know you're a big mobile phone guy. Oh, man, I just I can't stop gaming on my phone. Will man. you Will you download Mario Kart Tour? Probably. I'll probably try it. And then, okay, you'll probably try it. Man, I downloaded that first Nintendo game that was just like 
me's doing dumb stuff and I couldn't ever figure think, out what you were doing. I don't think that was a game though. That was just like a, a social media platform. I don't something. know. I don't know what it was. It made me sad though. <laughs> Have I done? Oh, I downloaded Fire Emblem Heroes or whatever it was called. I played it for uh, 36 hours and then never touched it again. I didn't download Animal Crossing. Like 36 hours of gameplay? Or no, like, no, no. Like I downloaded <laughs> it. good actually. Played it for about 12 minutes and then within 36 hours I had removed it from oh, my phone. Oh, okay. That's better. I now, That makes more sense. I'm sorry. That was a confusing way and misleading <laughs> for me to say it in that way. Yeah, I was about to say, wow, that's uh, that's intense. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We're going to move on though. So Nintendo, I, I kind of was hoping Nintendo would be one of those companies that pushed mobile gaming in a different direction as yeah. far as not just following what everybody else is doing but now it's starting to look like they're just you know there's there's this one business model that works right now and they're just going to fall into it yeah i don't i don't have a problem with microtransactions and free games i don't ever do them but when it comes down to if i pick up this game day one and start playing it and someone's like yeah but let me spend 99 dollars to get a ton of stuff and then they're winning every race, right. and I can never win races, that's when it's not going to be fun at all. So that, that's yep. my... I have no problem with microtransactions, especially if the game is free. If it doesn't cost you anything, and you you know throw a few bucks in there... I think of it like an arcade. You go to an arcade, you put your quarters in, you play your game. I don't see how that's really different than throwing a dollar here or a dollar there at a microtransaction in a, in a phone game. The difference is if it's not level playing field. Yeah. Okay. Well, let us know what you think. You want to just hop on over to the Discord, gameslamedia.com. Right on that homepage, you'll find the Discord button. Click it. Join gamers from around the world talking about video games every day for free. All right. Next topic. xCloud. Microsoft xCloud has the technical capability. xCloud something that sounds like it'd be on chat bait or whatever it was called. I, I'm not a fan of the name that they that they went with this. I, I mean, they got to throw X in front it's of everything. It's branding. But. Anyways, has the technical capability to stream more than 3,500 games without developers needing to make any changes to their titles. That's really big. This is a big announcement from Microsoft. Uh, so xCloud, if you're not familiar, is the, the new streaming service that uh, Microsoft has been, has been teasing about, announcing here in l- little bits here and there, uh, coming up to E3. It's going to compete against you know uh, Stadia from Google and PlayStation Now, things like that. But this is, uh, this is Xbox's new take on it. And now they're saying that the way that they're building this, and, and we went over this week, um, I don't know, a couple months ago or whatever, but the... Um, they're building these server blades that are basically like mimicking Xboxes. So it's like every blade has like hundreds of Xbox One X, you know, virtual machines in them. And that's what you're playing off of. That's what's doing all the computing. And then you're, it's just being, be, you know, sent over an internet connection to your, your TV, to your, uh, you know, your your Xbox streaming box or, or, or some compatible uh, device. So your Samsung S4. Probably not. But anyways, um, game developers like Capcom and Paradox are uh, now testing their games on xCloud already, So, which makes sense that people are – there's uh, beta testing already going on. We heard about people using this this service already, and we heard about more of it coming uh, right after E3. So I'm assuming during E3 they're probably going to announce maybe some more open beta access for people to sign up for. But – um, game developers will also be able to tweak their games slightly for streaming, allowing for font size adjustments for smaller displays, or even hosting multiplayer matches on a single server to keep that all-important latency down. 
So that's another cool, yeah, cool that's, little stat, a little teaser of what we're gonna probably find out about here in two weeks. Yeah, and that's I mean these this is the I mean it's Microsoft. These are the guys you know with Azure and all the stuff that they use for cloud-based computing. They are an expert in this field. So to convert it into a gaming realm, these are one of the guys. These are one of the companies that can do it and do it well. So you know, hoping that they keep on the path of making just smart decisions and doing and going that extra mile for their customer. This seems to be shaping up to be a very impressive um, reveal that we're going to see at E3. But to hear 3,500 games already already capable of uh, being streamed via the X Cloud without a single thing being changed to the title. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty impressive uh, technology. You know, we knew we knew they could do it. The question still comes down to, you know, I personally have a good internet connection, and so I'm not too concerned about performance. But other people might have a more standard, basic connection. Is it enough to support a service like XCloud, Stadia, things like that? So, um, you know, that's uh, it's a good question. What are you looking up over there? So. I just wanted to take a quick look. This is kind of interesting. There are currently 2,000 titles available for the Xbox One. 2,000? Yeah. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, so as if there's 3,500 yeah. already available that are capable. That's not saying that that's what's going to be offered, yeah. but of... Microsoft licensed titles that are able to be played on the service, that's a really big library. Yeah, I mean you can it, it's safe to assume that uh you're gonna have backward you're gonna have previous generations. Yeah. Xbox three sixty, original Xbox. You know, I, I'm I would imagine those are gonna be there as well, since they did all the work to to have them available on the Xbox platform. Now with backwards compatibility, let's make sure that they're also available through our streaming service. Uh, it ma- makes ton of sense, and yeah, I mean, this is if if we go into E3 and they announce X Cloud, and this 3500 all of a sudden turns out to be a library that's available day one. I mean, that's a record. Like, there's never been anything like that yeah. happen on day one. Like, you could literally sign up for this service and have a library that size instantly. That's yeah, that's pretty exciting. I mean, that again, it shows why this technology is really the forefront of the next generation of gaming as much as myself, someone who likes physical copies and likes to collect, I'm so against it. It's not, you know, I I still want to, to buy my physical copy of the game, but I, the more and more that I use digital copies on my switch or whatever, the more I get trained and I get used to the fact of like, I don't have to get up and switch a disc. I don't have to worry about you know going out to Best Buy and picking up a game. I can just download it. It's pure laziness. No, that's how we become it's the people pure, in Wally. That's just what floating I'm saying. Yeah, pods. that's exactly what's happening. And but at the same time, it is very nice when I just fire up Rocket League and you know I watch you have to pop out cartridges at lunch and do all do all that stuff. And I'm like, man, what a scrub. Why did you have to make this uh, a specific instance where you used my failures as an example? <laughs> Why'd you have to do that? Because you're here and now. I mean, I, we, we spend the most time together, so I have to use you as an example. I mean, okay, well, now yeah. everyone who oh. listens to the show knows I'm stupid. <laughs> with my no, physical you, copies of games. You got a deal on Rocket League physical copies, so I, I gotta, I gotta let you off on that one. But still, it's um, you know that's that that's what I mean. Um, though I like, agree because it it when you just it's like. 
let's fire it up and I'm moving the game that I'm playing out to get Rocket League back in. You're already loaded in waiting for me to get in. I'm like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. This is exciting. We're only a couple weeks away from finding out. I think you said June 9th is when Xbox is having their little stage uh their stage event. I so. believe that's right. I think I exited out of that tab. It, yeah. No, it might be the 8th. Um, I thought the 11th was nice. Nintendo, and in between that was... Yeah, I have no yeah, concept it, of time. It's right. I it's have right, no concept yeah. of time. It's, it's right in there. Because the 7th is a Friday, because WWE is running an event in Saudi Arabia of that, course that, you would know. that, I, won't, why, that yeah, I probably won't be watching. That's why you knew it's a Friday. How else would you figure that out? <laughs> I'm not, not going to look at a calendar. <laughs> right, not a calendar. Like a schmuck. <laughs> no, I'm going to look at a physical calendar when I have a digital calendar in my brain. Yeah, exactly. It's not digital. So anyways, um, <laughs> the, uh, the E3 is right around the corner where we're going to find out a, a bunch more about xCloud and its capabilities and, of course, uh, probably learn about the new um, Xbox and, and everything around that as well. So we'll see, but... It's a very promising tech, uh, announcement from them. The technology looks very impressive. And the cool thing about servers and, and the way that they're building this is it's super scalable. I mean, the things that they can do with this, the way they can ramp stuff up, ga as games start to advance and they go, cool, now everything, now all these servers have, you know, um, eight core processors, 16 core processors, 32 gigs of RAM. They can just ramp all that up. It's all virtual. So, I mean, the only thing that's going to stop them is the architecture of whatever they're building around in, inside of, like, the Xbox architecture, which, again, I would imagine these blades are going to be built similar to the next generation of the Xbox, not an Xbox One X. I would imagine that's true. So, all right. Well, topic number three and our last topic of the show. We got a, a light show for you, but, uh, you know, everybody, I'm really sorry to report this, but the Ouya... He's officially dead. <laughs> the platform will cease to function on June 25th. <laughs> it was so young. <laughs> it had so much potential. There's plenty of promise. <laughs> to change the world. <laughs> and you It's going to reshape the gaming industry. <laughs> We will never forget you. From all your great games. Like, um... That frog game I played at the glitches. <laughs> yeah, that frog game, that I one. I couldn't even figure out what was going on. Yeah, revolutionary. Uh, and let's not, let's not forget. Let's not forget um, our other favorite games. There's many of them. Could you play Surf Ninja on that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There was one game that we do have to give a little bit of credit to. We, and this was amazing. I had no idea this this was a fact. We didn't find it on this system, mind you, because neither one of us owned this piece of garbage. I've almost bought one a couple <laughs> times, and now I won't because it's dead. Now you have to. It's a collector's now. You can't do anything with it. You could throw it around your house. You could put it on a shelf and look at it. You could hollow it out and put a <laughs> raspberry pie in it. Can you, can you see my eye? I somehow produced a real tear. <laughs> It's because secretly you're actually upset about this. I produced an actual one actual tear for the and you, Ouya and you by don't fake cry crying. Yeah, because you're sociopath. Yeah, but Towerfall, Towerfall actually launched on the Ouya. I got a fact check. You keep talking about the Ouya. An article I read about the Ouya from the Verge. I can't keep talking okay, about no, no, the Ouya. We've no, already no. covered everything. Listen, listen. To, this is okay. This is a quote from the article. 
the Ouya Mini Console was powered by Android and introduced games su- games such as Towerfall. That's where the list ended. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Games. You should have should have been at least one other game. There's different there's multiple modes in Towerfall, so maybe they're just referencing it as games. I don't think you get to call a game multiple games. <laughs> you can if uh you're the Ouya. Let's see, do we have a launch date on the Ouya Android? Yeah, I think I just call it Ant platform Android. Oh, the Ouya. You had you you promised so much and delivered so little. Anyways, I didn't even know the Ouya was um was rolling still. No, that was the most shocking thing about this. Yeah, oh yeah, for, it was released on the Ouya to be a less intimidating. Okay, because programming for it was in, uh, expected to be less intimidating than the PlayStation Three. Turns uh, out it was way more intimidating. <laughs> so, I, when this when this news came out this week about the Ouya being dead, I'm like, what? The Ouya was still technically alive. Like every time I saw an Ouya twenty five dollars on like Facebook Marketplace or something like that, I'm like, why would I buy that? I can't get any games on it. And to find out, it was still alive, still trucking along. I mean, it was really, uh, you know, there's tons of games being released every week for it. Probably not, but yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't remember, the the Ouya had a big promise for developers where they had like a. A promotion, and I don't remember the exact numbers. You could go back a couple of years yeah. ago, and we'd talk about it. But where, if you developed as, as an exclusive for the Ouya, then they would pay. They would like pay you back. They would, you know, let's say your project was fifty thousand dollars. It was something like half of that they give back to you. They give you twenty five k back, and it was some weird like, how does this work? Like how. Does Ouya make money in this way? And so then what happened was all the all the companies that jumped on board to try this program all got burned and never got their money from Ouya, which is basically what killed this thing right out the gate. And it just it just it limped along with what I would assume is like just the underground like coding community that wanted to just use this thing, um, you know, to be an open device and and share games through. It's it's sad because it was a reasonable idea, but it's c- super clear to me that like promises like that, like you develop a game, 50 grand, we'll give you half. <laughs> it's because this was started on like Indiegogo or Kickstarter or whatever. Those people weren't businessmen. They had no idea what they were doing when they're like, yeah, we'll make enough money to be able to guarantee half the price of development of games. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the math, the, they weren't they weren't math majors for sure. <laughs> they, they didn't go look at the numbers. And, and as the money dwindled down, they, I don't think they were paying attention to that either. But, I mean, the, the concept was cool and obviously has led to um, a bunch of other um, potential systems coming out here soon. Right? We have We have other systems right around the corner that we could kind of put in this same realm. And now we have to wonder, are, are those the next Ouya or are they going to show us how the Ouya got it wrong and they're going to do it right? It's, it's really interesting that we can ask ourselves, uh, let's start with the Atari VCS. Is it going to be the next Ouya? I got a quick question for you. Is it real? It, okay, it's <laughs> it's more real than we had suspected. I did I make a video? I, I think I put a video on our Patreon like a year ago. It was like after last E three or something like that about how if you really look deep into the Atari VCS, like they sold you on a concept, like they didn't they didn't have hardware or anything. It was like at the last E three, they had a box. 
that you yeah. couldn't even touch that turned out it was hollow. There was just a computer in, in like a table underneath it that was doing anything. Yeah. They didn't have a controller last year, did they, besides a picture of a controller? I, I don't believe so, but it, there was information, and, you know, I, I'm having a hard time recalling the information I read this week, but, like, there was more official stuff about the controller that came out. Oh, no, that was me. I just wrote that to see if you would read it. Nope, that's not true. <laughs> Where did you find it at? GameZillaMedia.com? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, I wrote it. That was you. Damn. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I could see the Atari... If the Atari VCS happens, I could see it being one of those things where it just kind of piddles around with awful games for a short period of time, and then in way too far in the future, we go, that thing is still alive? The difference with the with the Atari, what is it, V what? CS. VCS. Video yeah. computer system. Stupid. Just call it Atari. Anyways, the thing about this is that it's not cheap. They're talking about it being like $250, $300. It was like 100 bucks. Right. And so, like, I mean, th- this thing, if it struggles at all, it's going to die even faster because no one, no one's going to pay the price and they're going to have to don't you have to cut the price instantly. I, I just so things like this, things like in television, trying to come bring something back. Yeah, the Amico. The Amico with uh, Earthworm Jim exclusive. I mean, that's basically on the same level as Towerfall. Man, don't don't dog Earthworm Jim like that. Towerfall is a good game. Earthworm Towerfall Gym's is one of my favorite games, but Earthworm Jim is an iconic franchise. Is it iconic? Yes. Is it? Nine, it had its own cartoon show. For six episodes. No way. It was more than that. Man, look it up. It wasn't very long. <laughs> it might not be six, but I don't think it was very long. It didn't last. I feel like Earthworm Jim is a very overrated uh, franchise. Like people really sit there and call it iconic and everything. And I really like Earthworm Jim, but I don't think it was iconic. I think it was all iconic. I don't think it was. I don't think the games were great, but that doesn't make it not iconic. I don't know how many episodes you got on your on your cartoon since that was your boop, 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 boop. since that was your because uh, that's what I really hung my hat that's on. Yep. Twenty three. <laughs> 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 so That's one two season, seasons. One, That's two seasons. Yep. That's uh that's uh that's iconic for sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh anyway. So, Earthworm Jim, you trash. <laughs> Earthworm Jim okay was fine and Earthworm Jim one and two were good. Earthworm Jim three on the sixty four was trash. And so, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I, anyways, we're getting way off topic. The, the Amico is another example of, the, I mean, what are they even trying to do with this thing? It, it, like, <laughs> like when, you, when the Ouya came out, it was this open, open platform, which wasn't a common thing at the time. So that's why it was like, oh, wow, this is cool. It's, you know, like we, we've, we've talked about Android phones and how, and how they're open, you know, open source. Now we have this gaming console that's going to be open source. This is going to be cool. The Amico glows in the dark. Like I don't, I don't know, what to, I don't know what to tell you. The Amico is like, it's not an Ouya concept. The the Atari really isn't Ouya concept, is it? Like it's just rebranding an Atari and then trying to make it a half-ass computer that can play other things because for some reason they think people are going to want to play. Ga- other games on the Atari VCS. Yeah, but the thing that you're forgetting about the Intellivision Kamiko is games are priced at two to eight dollars. <laughs> That's gonna appeal to me. Like, you mean I can get games for eight dollars? Yeah, but you have to play with a controller that looks like a like a old rotary phone. 
I think that might make more sense to me. It's got less <laughs> buttons. Okay. It's good for a simple-minded person like me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what was the uh, what was the recent handheld that just got announced? Did you see that thing? Oh yeah, that little pocket. It looked yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was called. Pocket something, but it was uh, by the developers that or the publishers of uh, Firewatch. Yeah, they, they're really yeah. Because we talked about this a little while ago that they there was rumors they were doing something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, and so I guess like there's there the device is actually in Firewatch. You can find it in, in the game, mm-hmm. and so they released this little black and white uh, no backlight Game Boy. It's basically what it looks like. More like a Game Boy Pocket is what it looks like. And uh, it's going to be this little handheld game device that can play uh, a bunch of, I don't know, indie classics, you know, that it's it's not going to be super advanced. The graphics are very basic, but it's that idea of, like, that that finds a, a niche, right? It finds, like, a little... A, a little interesting groove that it can fall into and people will probably pick it up and, and enjoy it. The Ouya was that concept of this is new and unexplored territory where people are going to be able to explore games in ways they never could before. The Atari and the Amico, to me, haven't really come out and done anything other than the fact of like, well, yeah, we used to we used to mean something. Like, we used to be relevant over here. Like, hello? Yeah, we used to be on that main floor. We're in the hallway now at E3. Hallway? <laughs> They're hanging out by the dumpster trying to troll. Like, yeah. hey, come back in the alley. Yeah, see yeah. what I'm doing. Exactly. And so now they're waving their hands around like, well, we're going to sell 2 to $8 games because no one cares about our games. And, and what developer is going to offer their game to be sold on the Amico for 2 to $8? Are you telling me right now that Earth, the, the, the official Earthworm Jim 3 is, is kind of what it's rumored to be? Is going to be a two to eight dollar game, because that already worries me. Uh, now. They're going to epi- they're going to make it episodic. It's going to be eight dollars per episode and have four episodes. <laughs> oh man, now you just ruined it. That God, I hope that's not true. I hope you are so wrong when it comes to that that statement. Or did you actually read that somewhere? Oh, about the the no the episodic thing. Yeah. Uh, I definitely made that up <laughs> just now. Good, because that would yeah that made it even worse. Um. <laughs> Why, why do we have Dreamcast 2020 here? <laughs> I was hoping you would bite on that in the notes and think that that might be a real thing you overlooked. I'm not you, okay? I'm not you. I don't fall for things like that. Yeah, you know, uh, current uh, upstarts like the Atari VCS and Television Kamiko and the Dreamcast 2020. I hope you were just going to read it and... Isn't isn't the television called the Amico? Is it? Is there a Kamiko? <laughs> Amico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know the name of it. Kamiko. Well, see, I was getting it, it comes mixed, after the Amico. I was getting it mixed up with the uh, Coleco Coleco Chameleon. Coleco Chameleon, which is already dead. That which one was did. the retro VGS. <laughs> That was the uh, that was the Jaguar um, abomination. This was the cartridge base. Yeah. Oh man. That 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 one we also knew was never going to see. That's why this is actually the device is is why I never believe the Atari VCS uh, or even the Amico are going to come out. <laughs> man, man, don't don't let the Chameleon be the reason. But the Chameleon faith. was legitimately a Atari Jaguar like shell. <laughs> they bought the mold with Atari Jaguar cartridges, 
and an Xbox 360 controller. And they thought they were going to get retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Anyways. Uh, rest in peace, Ouya. <laughs> rest in peace, Ouya. You thank, had a good run. Thank you for making us not believe in any future device such as the Amico VCS, Atari VCS and, and, and all that stuff because uh, you have now paved the way of there's no room for, uh, for another party. There's no room for another system. System hardware manufacturer. I just don't think it's going to happen. We got Nintendo, we got Sony, and we got Microsoft. I don't know if there's room for a fourth person. It's really sad. Sega couldn't even do it at this point. <laughs> it's really sad that uh, this Atari and this Intellivision are come out right as video game consoles are dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. hey, streaming's the new thing, and they're standing here with like their system like, <laughs> damn! <laughs> like, arm full of controllers and cables, and I'm like, no! We were uh, two years too late! <laughs> oh, man. that That's actually a really good point that we, we, haven't even, we haven't even referenced the fact that everything is moving into streaming and just being able to hook up and, and download DLC and all this stuff. And I'm not saying, like, the... The Amico actually advertises no DLC, like like avoiding it all type deal. Like yeah, when you're when you're playing you, Fruit Ninja, you don't need DLC. You don't have to worry about anything because all of our games are old and no one likes them, so we don't have to patch them. I don't know. And the and the Atari VCS isn't real. I like the like the. It's sad that the Intellivision Amico actually I believe more in than I do the Atari device. I really don't believe the Atari device is real. It well, does not exist. Well, I don't think the uh, I could make. I, could I don't make think a the television was a was a crowdsource thing where the Atari is. And again, you look into it and you go, "Yeah, they made this look super real day one." And here we are, like two years later, going, "Oh, why isn't <laughs> this thing real yet?" <laughs> you you know what the, what Atari VCS headquarters looks like right now? I I imagine it's like. Uh, a rain-soaked cardboard box behind a abandoned see, I, Kmart. See, I was thinking a completely different direction. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's from Parks and Rec. Do you know what it is now? Oh, it's Grizzle? No. No. Oh man, it's uh, I can't I can't remember what seven twenty. What what? Oh, is entertainment seven twenty. Entertainment seven twenty. <laughs> it's just when you're throwing money around <laughs> NBA players. Yeah. Shooting they ball. took all the they took all of the kick, Kickstarter money. They're just literally sitting in it and this and playing with NBA players basketball while they while they play loud music like handing they, iPads out to yeah. everybody. And then you have like these finance guys coming to go. What are you guys doing? And they're like, and they're like we don't know. We're just sitting here making Ataris. <laughs> like what's that even mean? Like, I don't know, it's just a word that we bought. It's probably like Atari back in the day where everyone's doing cocaine and just staying up all night trying to like be like, so how do you make a video game system? <laughs> and there's our drug reference for the show. That's been our news. That's our attack on the news. <laughs> they have an old joystick plugged into a potato. <laughs> Atari VCS. The 8K. <laughs> the future is now. 64K. You're just saying numbers now. I don't know. Give me more money. Uh, and people do it. Anyways, this has been our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit gameslamedia.com. It's just a it's just a Jaguar they dumped a can of cream corn on. They're like, we're playing a game. Oh, man. It's just a Dreamcast. You pop the lid open and it has Virtual Boy's cartridges inside of it. Uh, VR. Anyways. <laughs> the future. <laughs> to keep the conversation going, head on over to our Discord, gameslamedia.com. Click that Discord button. Whew, it's time for a Zilla update. 
Oh yeah. Welcome to the Zilla Update. I actually have a good one that is new, never heard before. I'm not going to be talking about no Apex or League of Legends or any of that. I played a new game. Well, I guess it's not new. It's been out for like seven years, but it's new and officially public. I sat down and played some Dauntless. Oh, nice. Yep. So I downloaded Dauntless on the PS4 and uh, I played like through the tutorial by myself and I go, Oh, this game I think is going to be a lot of fun with with you know some friends. So I told uh, Owl about it. I told um, our actor friend Ecto and even my wife. I was like, I think I think actually this is a game that mm. you are going to like. And so I uh, got a bunch of people to download it. And very next night we played four player co op through like the first couple uh, missions or monsters that we had to fight. It really plays like Monster Hunter World, but remove all of the garbage that most people at least most people like me don't care about like i don't want to have to worry about the fact that i'm hungry and then i don't want to have to worry about the fact that i have to cook the meat and i have to cook it well in order to not starve i kind of want to worry about that stuff i just want to go fight kill kill big monsters gather resources and make cooler and cooler armor and weapons and then just do it again like you take the rest of that bullshit out and i'm i'm very satisfied and that's what dauntless is so free to play game you can download it on the ps4 the xbox it's been on pc for some time uh we played this game years ago at pax uh when it was a very different looking game and it was literally just four people drop in on the land and you go hunt this creature and that was it like that was the the whole thing they have added so much to this game and uh you know it's got campaign aspects to it it's got missions it has a whole city that you go back to and explore and and expand as you level your character out and it's a lot of fun yes there's uh things that you could purchase so more like cosmetics pretty much is, is the only thing i've really seen but um the the thing that kind of caught me but caught my attention really quick is that as i started doing these missions and going back to the city to gather stuff i go wow this really has a feel of destiny one to me nice. like in the sense of enjoyment yeah and so i was we spent like we so we played four of us all night long until like you know later than i'm used to playing games anymore and had a blast with this free game haven't put a dollar into it yet so i uh i, I just i'd recommend anybody going to check it out because it's a fun game it's you know it's more laid back if you're not looking for that i play so many competitive games now that like there's just days where i want to chill and you have like jurassic world evolution you have games that you can kind of lay back and just play that chill game um this is one where i could still play co-op with friends but still kind of just be more laid back and have a good time so and uh my my main weapon right now i'm going with the great sword um, been been enjoying that, and the monsters are really cool. We we got to fight like an owl bear and a mm. snow owl bear uh, variation at one point. Would you call it a polar owl bear? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would. Nice. Yeah, its ice moves were that 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 thing was brutal. We almost didn't make it out of that fight. But the monsters are so cool, and it's that concept where like if you're targeting a certain like if you know if you've ran this mission before you know like there's certain pieces of the animal that you might need to craft something so like you're targeting the tail or you're targeting like a horn or something like that and if you if you uh cause enough damage in that area you'll break it off nice. but if you don't then you won't won't get the item so like it even causes you to go back and run the same mission uh depending on what items you might need to craft some of the cooler looking gear as you as you uh move on but 
The uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The art, the art, the art style is really cool. It's very cell shaded, cartoony. It kind of re- take like Fortnite's art style, but then just mix it into a Monster Hunter world. That's absolutely how I describe it from looking at it. Yeah. It looks like you take Fortnite's art style, so a very friendly yeah. art style, accessible. It's you know. appealing. That's what it is. It's appealing, but it's and it's there's enough detail there that like when you see the monsters, they're really cool. Like my favorite one. And it, I don't know why, but it kind of reminded me of um, of a Pokemon to, to some extent. But it was this, like, Stegosaurus-style creature that had giant rocks on him that he could, he could like, like um, telepathically or whatever. Not telepathically. Like, what, I, I can't think of the power I want it right now. He could just float him away from himself and, like, throw him at you. Hmm. Or, or you'd see him shift, like, to one side and to- turn into, like, sharp points. And then he would just roll towards you. And so when when they would all remove from him, he was like a neon green, and then they would suck back, and you could see like the green around the edges of the rocks. He just looked really cool, and his and his fighting style was very. That's the cool thing. Every monster that we have fought so far has been very unique. Even the different like owl bears, the fact that they were really the same creature, just put in snow and given, but they gave them different moves so that. It was enough for me where I was like, yeah, this is a different monster. Hmm. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend it. Nice. Can't beat free. That is true. What do you got for me? So I, uh, over the weekend, decided to dive back into a game that... Telekinesis. That's what I was looking for. Sorry. <laughs> that nice. Was, I, I didn't come up with that. That was, all, that was all the Twitch chat. I can't even take credit for that, but... You know, I had the thought that you were looking for telekinesis, <laughs> but I didn't care to, to, to clue you. You're not in. a true friend like Craig WK is. You cannot call Craig WK a true a true friend. I have to. I have to record later with him, so I have to stay on his good side. He's not a true friend. He's an enemy. <laughs> so uh, over the weekend, I, I dove back into a game for a little bit that I don't really know why I put it down. I got back into Dead Cells. Because if you remember in the fall, I got super into Dead Cells. It's all I wanted to play. And something else must have come along that distracted me and pulled me into playing it. And uh, since, you know, I hadn't played Dead Cells, I hadn't officially launched a run of, you know, uh, of the level since February. It like told me like that was the last time I played it was early February. So it had been four months since I even touched it. And again, that was probably a three-month break in between... uh, plays as well before february and there's been multiple updates there's a free dlc that dropped there's a bunch of stuff that came through for dead cells and uh i haven't been able to play enough to experience any of that yet because i just did a couple runs kind of getting the feel back for the game and i'm i know i'm just i'm just ready to dive back in and keep playing more of that this week yeah man that we were all really hooked on dead cells and then it just like i mean i'm assuming something came out that just distracted us and we never came back because because you gave me my copy for my birthday so it would have been october pokemon let's go yeah pokemon let's go came out like two three weeks after i got dead cells and that had to have been that pulled me in and i played that all the way up to smash brothers yep so that that's what pulled me out of it the first time yeah well i'm good i'm glad you're back and enjoying it that's good yeah the gameplay super fun i know i talked a lot about dead cells and at this point, if you follow gaming, you're aware that Dead Cells is a really highly uh, rated and highly reviewed game. And, uh, you know, it, it's actually on sale on the Switch eShop right now. Just a couple bucks. It's like a $25 game. And it's on sale for 20 or 17 or something like that. But if you like a roguelike and you like a side scroll in action, Dead Cells is a really mechanically 
sound oh, yeah. and really fun to play game. Yeah, the thing about that game is that I remember when it came out, I, I felt like it was too expensive. And then I, I still bought it, and I, I instantly was, like, satisfied. You look at it, you think this should be an 8 to $10 yeah. game, and then you start playing it at the $25 price point, you go, this is really polished. Yep. This is really exactly. good. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, that's our Zilla update. We always like to hear what you guys got going on. So if you're gaming, if you got stories that outside of gaming, again, you join the Discord, you find that channel that it fits in, and you start talking with people and uh, you know teaming up with each other to game or whatever it is, that's where it happens every day. So if the podcast isn't enough for you, join the Discord. You got anything else? Uh, man, I mean... We had a good show today. I had a lot of fun. We got we got through it pretty quick here because, you know, we appreciate everyone's patience with us. We, we decided to take Memorial Day off. We like to enjoy the weekend, spend some time with our family. And some sort of, of us had to one. go hang out at the lake, the lake house. Listen, I had to put a dock in the water. You had to hang out at the lake house. It is, it's hard work putting yeah. a dock in the water. Mm-hmm. I had, Okay, the water in the lake was frigid. I could have been killed by the Norwal that lives in the lake that... That we spent. I had at. to go on my speedboat. I had to go on my speedboat and hang out with my wife on the lake by the lake house. I had to submerge myself in fifty degree water. Could have been stabbed by a normal. I had to go underwater and move <laughs> patio blocks under the water through the mud. It wasn't some little walk in the park. Okay, I my had, life was in danger. I had to hang out with my friends, not named Grim, because they didn't invite me. And I was at the lake with by the lake house to, with my Game Boys and my Game Boy games. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I just want to spend some quality time with uh, one of the hosts of the Legend of Retro. Have a have a little bonding session. Listen, we all know who you hung out with. The scrub from Noobs and Dragons. That's who you hung out with the what scrub <laughs> you take those words back <laughs> hi chops hi guys hey buddy what's going on you left your game boy games at the lake and i brought them here for you i know i had a, i had so much fun at the lake house that i totally <laughs> forgot i left my stuff there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so everybody the reason we didn't have our normal show normal length on our normal day it's these two these two here had to hang out and i think play we did video the world favor yeah yeah that's yeah, true. Less I mean, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have chops. We wouldn't have chops on the show right now if that wasn't the case. So it's I still am mad at you for it, but I like chops. So well, let's be honest. We're gonna go a whole other hour now that chops is here. Let's let's re. That's actually re. <laughs> huh. re let's Start rerun the news. Topic number one. Start <laughs> over the ooya. The ooya. <laughs> Anyways, let me sock it to ya. That's all yeah. I got. I'm we out. missed we that see that we missed out. I we could have had a sock it to ya ooya joke. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, he's the one that left GameZilla, okay? He hates us. He just secretly just hangs out to use oh, our I'm sorry, are you guys still talking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of the other oh, some of the other podcasts we have at GameZillaMedia.com. Yeah, like Dumb Legend of Retro. Tell like us the about Legend it, of Chops. Retro podcast where we talk about all things retro games with me, Craig WK, Xander, I'm being blessed by Taco Bell water, and the glitch. <laughs> and let me tell you, being blessed by Taco Bell water makes me a Taco Taco Bell Templar. <laughs> and I just want to tell you that this is the quality entertainment you're going to get on the Legend of Retro. So follow us on a podcast that you use, a podcast app, Legend of Retro or else. I like that Grim is now the Taco Pope. Taco Pope, Taco Pope, Taco Pope, Taco Pope. (laughs) Hey, what show are you guys recording after we're done with GameZilla tonight? I don't know. (laughs) 
It's we'll Snoobs see. and Dragons. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't been following if this is actually happening or not, but he's here. I'm so. here, so it's happening. Anyways, Noobs and Dragons. I'll DM. <laughs> your, your Dungeons and Dragons adventure show. Uh, DM'd up by none other than Craig WK, that evil son of a... Beeswax. Beeswax. The only thing I need to know how to do is tell you to roll for initiative, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> Good job, though. That's all you I gotta mean, do. That means you're listening a little bit. So let's see, you've learned something. I did. Nice. That's yeah. what you can do in Noobs and Dragons. You can learn about Dungeons and Dragons while going on an adventure with some noobs as they learn the game from Craig WK himself. So don't miss out on that. Despite the fact that Chops may not want to admit that this person is his biological brother. Chops' biological brother has a podcast at GameZillaMedia.com. That's right. The demon spawn himself, <laughs> President LPJ, has his own podcast called The Last Action Podcast with Sphinx and recently minted Uncool Joe slash Hovercraft Joe, which I prefer Hovercraft Joe a lot. Better. It makes him sound way... <laughs> Someone it makes him way cooler than Uncool no, Joe. No, no. Uncool Joe... I like the nickname Hovercraft Joe makes it sound like he's a weirdo who's obsessed with hovercraft. <laughs> like, 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 like he hangs out in like a hovercraft drone at the beach. Yeah, he looks like homeless. To me, like hovercraft, the name hovercraft <laughs> I Joe. Homeless because I spent sixty five hundred dollars on this drone. Makes me like when I think hovercraft, I think what what are those things called? Those things you drive around the Everglades. Yeah, a, like a a, a, a swamp oh the Everglades, yeah, swamp um, boat, yeah, like a swamp boat yeah. that like the or float the above the water, the yeah, fan fan boat. See, fan like, boat. when I think hovercraft, I think those type no. of things. So that, I picture him down in a swamp riding around on one of those. A sort of hovercraft, hovercraft is a fancy swamp boat. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like the right. Lamborghini of swamp boats. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have a podcast where they talk about action movies. Last action podcast. They just celebrated their 50th episode, one year of recording. So make sure you download their show. It comes out every Monday. And of course, Nori's Land Arcade is GameZilla's Simpsons podcast. So if you're a fan of the greatest television show to ever exist, listen to Nori's Land Arcade with Craig WK and the Arcade Phantom. That's right. Okay. Well, Chops here, so we should probably end the show. Let's wrap it up. This we, has have, been... we have a YouTube channel. We got people <laughs> that stream on Twitch with us and on Facebook with us, and we have a Discord. And then watch out. Grimmock's going to change his name to Taco Pope, and he's going to stream under that handle. Taco Man, Pope. Do it. Taco, Taco Pope. Taco Pope. Your, your Excellency. <laughs> Please forgive me. Ah, your spiciness. Your your cheesy and see. Please, please oh, bring know. out the sacrificial queso. We know, we know we know what my name's gonna be in the Discord here in about thirty seconds. So, anyways, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Taco he just gave me this burrito. He truly is the taco. He blesses you with hot sauce. Hot sauce for everyone. May the power of bean burritos be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 261 of the GameZilla Podcast. <laughs> Woo, remember, we are your league free LD DLC for all your tacos and gaming news. And until next time, game, game on! on. Oh. <laughs>